0: Welcome back to Worship Weekly. Please be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and most importantly, share Worship Weekly with someone else this week. This week we continue our Revelations teaching with chapter 19. And music is the Scotland Evangelical Presbyterian Church Choir singing He's Still Working On Me.
1: Fixing to teach the book of Revelation, chapter 19. I want you to listen real closely. I'm going to get to mark, get you to mark your Bibles on as I study it and read it. It's a great book, and I want you to understand it. So, what I'll be doing, I'll be good you some. Chapter nineteen, and I want you to listen real closely as I read the scriptures, and then I'm gonna come back and make some remarks about it, teach you verse by verse, chapter by chapter. Father, I asked you to just open my heart, my mind, that I might be able to tell these people something interesting in the book of uh, Revelation, chapter nineteen. I want them to understand it. And I just ask that your Holy Spirit would open my heart and my mind to the reading and the studying of the Word of God. And you bless it in a special way. For it's in Jesus' sweet name we ask this. Amen. And amen. I'm to read. I'll make you some comments. Then we're going to go back on it. Verse 1, chapter 19, book of Revelation. This is Brother Jackson, teaching the book of Revelation. Talks about the Hallelujah Choir up in heaven. In verse 1, it said, After these things, I heard a great voice of much people in heaven saying, Hallelujah. You need to underline that word, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I made a little question mark on top of my Bible. and wrote it, Hallelujah in parentheses, means praise ye the Lord. So there was praise to the Lord up in heaven, salvation and glory and honor and power unto the Lord our God. For truth and righteousness are his judgments, for he has judged the great whore. You need to underline the great whore in verse 2. That great whore is false religions. There's three reasons. I put this on top of my Bible, on top Revelation 19. There's three reasons for outbursts of praise in heaven. Uh, verse 2 said, The great whore which did corrupt the earth with her fornication has avenged the blood of his servants at her hand. And verse 3 said, And again, they said, Hallelujah. That's and her smoke rose up forever. And ever. that's the first reason for praise. Sin has been judged. Verses 1 through 4. And the 4 and 20 elders and the 4. beasts fell down and worshiped God that sat on the throne saying, Amen. Hallelujah. And the second thing is God has reigned. Three reasons for outbursts of and praise. The second Great thing about birds of praise is in verse five through six. God is reigning. And a voice came out of the throne saying, Praise our God, on the line Praise our God. All ye his servants and ye that fear him, both small and great. And I heard it were the voice of a great multitude, and as the voice of many waters, and as the voice of mighty thunder saying, Hallelujah for the Lord God reign reigning God onificance. God's all power. On the line of hallelujah there and God's all power. And the third praise, outbursts of praise of hallelujah in heaven is verse seven, eight, nine, and 10. Let us be glad on the line verse 7. Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him for the marriage of the lamb is come, and his wife is made herself ready. So we're talking about the third outburst of praises for the marriage of the lamb. And verse eight says, and to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen clean and white. And underline the rest of this verse eight, for the fine linen is the righteousness of saints. Verse nine and he said unto me right blessed are they which I called unto the marriage on the line of supper of the Lamb verse 9 and he said unto me on the line of verse, the last part verse 9 these are the true sayings of God verse 10 says and I fell as if at his feet to worship him and he said unto me see that do it not I am thy fellow servant and of thy brethren that I have to toast my testimony of Jesus Christ worship God for the testament of Jesus his the spirit of prophecy. And I'm going to underline verse 11. And then we're going to go back up and study a little bit. And I saw heaven open and behold the white horse. He did set upon him, called the faithful and truth and his righteousness. He does judge and make war. So I'm going to go back up in verse 1. And I'm going to read it. And give you some notes on it. Verse 1 chapter 19. Verse 1 of chapter 19. In this chapter, we will study the marriage of the Lamb and the judgment of the rebellious nations. The scene is in heaven after the destruction of political and ecclesiastical Babylon. Heaven is rejoicing because of the destruction of the gray ore, symbolizing all false religions, all religious contrary to the Bible. Are Destroyed. It was announced in heaven the, the moment Babylon fell on earth the cry of sorrow and mourning in heart while in heaven we hear praises and hallelujah. The word hallelujah is two words in Hebrew. It is literally praise ye Jehovah. Make your note of it. This indicates that the language of heaven is Hebrew Acts 26, 14. I feel sorry for those people who cannot bear little noise in their gospel services. I believe in praising God. In His Spirit, God is due all praise, all honor, all glory in His, all powerful. God has never had the praise and honor do Him, but at this point and throughout eternity. He will be praised. John four twenty four. Verse two the first reason that they rejoiced was that the false religions had corrupted the earth and could be so no more. The second is that the blood of the martyr saints has been avenged. All heaven united in the soul of victory and triumph. Jesus had judged verse three, the great horn which did corrupt the earth with her fornication. Verse 3, in verse 3, we we hear a second hallelujah. There are four of them in the first six verses of the chapter. It would not be just a big city going up in smoke, burnt to an ash heap, With that being the end of the city, the burning heat, here is the judgment of a mighty God on a kingdom of ungodliness, the system of the anti-God made up of political, political menace and religion. Verse 4. This scene is up in the third heaven, Second Corinthians 12, 1 through 4. You read about the second heaven, third heaven. The first heaven is located from the ground to the clouds. The second heaven is located up where the sun the moon stars are. The third heaven is located beyond the galaxies and star clusters into the presence of God himself. Yes, all heaven, every creature from the least to the greatest will join in the praise. First four and foremost, to the elders who represents all those who have been redeemed. In other words, we will rejoice after the battle has been won. Verse 5, the throne of God puts its stamp of approval upon the rejoicing that is in process in heaven when Babylon is totally destroyed. All the wicked are in a terror. All the saints are filled with joy. All are ready and anxious to praise Jehovah who is worthy of all praise. Verse 6 to mother 2, join in the shouting For the fourth time the word, hallelujah, is used. Our Lord is called Omnipotent, which means he is all-powerful. Even if the united forces of the kings of this world could not defeat him, he is going to be king. Over the whole world, John uses terms here, that all can clearly understand, even a little child knows. The voice of mighty thundering. Verse 7, notice the word, let us be glad and rejoice. And wedding is a time of rejoicing. Here the marriage of the lamb is taking place. The bridegroom will be the, the lamb, Jesus. The bride's gonna be the church, will be his wife. Notice that the bride has made herself ready. She has prepared herself for the wedding. Two things the bride does to preparation. First, she accepts the invitation of the bridegroom. Secondly, she makes herself as lovely as she can for the ceremony. The bride of Christ is now ready for the marriage. To be ready, she has to be without spot or wrinkle. A glorious church. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 27. This is known by the purging and cleansing that will take place at the judgment seat of Christ. First Corinthians chapter 3, verse 10 through 16. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 10 and 11. Romans chapter 14, verse 10, 11, and 12. Make you a note of that while well, you can read it. Her works are burned out and purified. She is made spotless without blemish or wrinkle. Then she is married to the Lord Jesus Christ. Every word must come to judgment. Matthew twelve thirty six, Romans 14, 10. Galatians 6 and 7. Ephesians 6, 8, Colossians chapter 3, verse 24 and 25. Verse 8, granted any verse, means give. Pitching again the salvation, all that accomplishes it is by the grace of God. You're saved by God's righteousness. Jesus Christ and you are given his righteousness. As a free gift for salvation, Zechariah 3, 4, and 5 is a picture of this where a man receives a change of remnant. The word righteousness means right. Righteous acts. define linen according to the verses. In this verse is the righteous acts of the saints. In other words, your wedding gown will be made of the good things. That you have done for God here, I fear every people, many people will have a pretty skimpy wedding gown. Verse nine, the word "blessed" is a verse means happy and contented. The happy people in this world are those who are going to be at the marriage of the Lamb. John says, Hear that these are the true sayings," meaning they are the literal saying of God. After each wedding, there's a reception. Who are the guests? They are the friends of the bridegroom. John the Baptist announced the coming of the king, and clearly stated he was a friend of the bridegroom, John 3, 29. The Old Testament saints constituted a large company of guests, tribulation Gentiles, saints, and tribulation Jews, saints. Angels will be spectators of the scene, but cannot be guests angel special creation of God, Hebrews chapter 1, verse 14. Verse 10 says, And I fell at his feet to worship him, and he said unto me, See, thou do it not. I am thy fellow servant, and am thy brother that have testimony of Jesus. Worship God for the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. And I saw heaven open and beheld the white horse. He that sat upon him was called Faithful and Truth, and in righteousness he does judge and make war. His eyes were as a flame of fire, and on his head were many crowns, and he had a name written that no man knew but he himself. This is talking about Jesus Christ, the appearance of Christ, verse 11 through 13. And he was clothed with a vestment dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God, the blood of those he conquered line, verse 13, verse 11, and make you a little note. Uh, The rider upon the white horse is Jesus Christ of the earth to bring their glory and honor into it. Verse 14, and the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses clothed in fine linen and white. This is the armies of Christ, verse 14. Verse 15 says, underline verse 15, and out of his mouth go the sharp sword that which it would smite the nations, and he shall rule them with a rod of iron. And he through the wine pressed, and furious and wrath of Almighty God. That's the authority of Christ. Verse 15, 16, and he had on his vesture and on his thigh name written King of King Lord of Lawrence. I saw an angel, verse 17. Standing in his soul, and he cried with a loud voice saying to all the fowls that fly in the midst of heaven, come and gather yourself together unto the supper of the great God, that you may eat the flesh of kings and the flesh of captains and the flesh of mighty men and the flesh of horses, and them that sit on them and the flesh of all men, both free and bonds, from both bone. And verse 18, on the line of flesh, it's one, two, three, four, five times, Flesh is mentioned. Verse 19 said, And I saw beasts and the kings of the earth and their armies gathered together to make war against him that set on the throne and against him his army. And the beast was taken with him the false prophets that wrought miracles before him with them, which he deceived them that had received the mark of the beast, and them that worship his image. These both were Yes his life to that like a fire burning with a brimstone on the verse 21 and he for it were slain with the sword of him that set up the throne, of a horse which sword proceeds out of his mouth and the holy was filled with their flesh this is the victory of, of God of the lamb right in verse 20 on the line verse 20 in your Bible and be a good, be a good verse on the line verse 20 in your Bible Verse 10 said, John was so carried away with what the angels, uh, showed him that he fell at, his, at the angel's feet to worship him. And the angel rebuked John, explaining that Jesus alone was worthy of worship. The angel said, Don't worship me. Don't worship angels, saints, churches, sacraments, teachings, doctrines. Don't put anything ahead of Jesus Christ, Colossians chapter two, verse nineteen. Testimony of Jesus Christ, is the spirit of prophecy, the testimony of Jesus bears witness to His resurrection, His presence in glory, and His coming again. So fully revealed in Christ's word, all prophecy concerning the Lord Jesus Christ. The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of to foretell the future. If you want to know the difference between a Bible-believing, born-again Christian, and a professing Christian, who is nothing but a religious sham, The to test is this. Number one, do you know for sure where you're going when you die? Number two, do you know for sure where unsafe people are going when they die? Number three, do you know for sure the events that are going to take place on the earth? for the next 50 years. John 16, 13. And born again, believing knows where he is going when he dies. The first thing God gives a man when he is saved is the knowledge that he is saved. First John 5, 13. Second Timothy 1, 12. 1 Corinthians 1, 9. 1 Thessalonians 5, 23, 24. Jude 24. 1 John 3, 2 and 3. Romans 8, 38 and 39. If you have a Christian testimony, you know the future. You don't have to guess about it. Verse 11 says, Heaven is open, completed. Not just a door like in Revelation 4 1. Here in Revelation 19, heaven is open that the maiden of all may pass out to the sky. A white horse, just shows that there are animals in heaven, these are supernatural animals. In Second Kings two, eleven and twelve. Second Kings six and eleven. He comes on a white horse. The first time Jesus comes to Jerusalem, he was on a colt, the foal of an ass. Zacharias nine nine, prophecy fulfilled. Matthew twenty one, four through eleven. The name of the rider was faithful and true. No one but the Lord Jesus Christ can bear that title. You can count on Jesus to come in to be on time because he is faithful. The greatest thing that he can be said about a Christian that is faithful. This is Reverend Danny Jackson from the First Faith Baptist Church in Rogue, Louisiana. Talking to travelers on the radio. i we'll to let y'all know that you need to get saved if you're not saved. And if you are saved, you need to go to church. And if you don't go to church, you ought to be shaming yourself.